Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons and we are located in Maryville, Indiana. And we're going to be in the book of Romans 15 today. Now, today we're going to be looking at Christ's example. Right? Christ is our hope for everyone. So we're going to look at these scriptures today. And we're going to just dive right on in. 15 and 1. Romans 15 and 1. And it says, We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak. Did you know that you had an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak? Now, again, we know that Paul is talking to the Romans, but he is talking to the ones who are in Christ, right? So the ones that are in Christ, he's saying that you have an obligation to the ones who are weak in Christ. I don't know if we understand truly that we do have an obligations to the weaker people in Christ, the ones who have just came to Christ or the people who is trying to understand Christ. We really have an obligation to them to help them get where you are. Uh-huh. Right? It's kind of a trickle-down effect because you're. I'm trying to help everybody else. The people under me are trying to help other people outside of the church and so on and so forth. Right? Everybody's building up everybody through Christ. Uh-huh. He says, so we who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Uh-huh. Understanding that helping other people is what we're supposed to do because it's not just about you. Uh-huh. Two says, let us each, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up. 
in these scriptures, especially in the New Testament, you'll hear about building each other up. Building each other up in our most holy faith. Building each other up. Building up. Building up. Building up. We are kingdom builders. Say that, say that. Which kingdom? God's kingdom. Uh -huh. God put us here to help build everyone up. And which kingdom is that? Which kingdom of God's are we building? The ones that he put in you. Uh -huh. Do you know that there is a kingdom of God that is in you? Why do you say? Why do you think God says, "Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up the everlasting doors, and the King of Glory shall come in"? Right. So, if the King of Glory is coming in, where is He coming into? The King is coming into the kingdom of you. You see what I'm saying? And we are to help everybody else build up their faith. For Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. Which means the people that despise you despise me. Uh -huh. That's what Jesus is saying. Don't worry about the people who laugh at you. Because they're laughing at me. You're trying to teach them about me. And they're just blowing you off. And laughing at you. And talking about you. and They're doing all that to me. You're taking it personal. But it's really about me. <laughs> right? He says. For. For says. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. Uh -huh. So all of the things that we read about in the scriptures was put there for our hope. Uh -huh. So we can get a better understanding of how God works because we can read the scriptures and see okay this is what happened this is what the person did and this is what God's answer was to that. Whether it be good or bad. Right? Uh -huh. And our hope is in these scriptures and that all of these things will work for me. Five says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus. That together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. And just as God has given us the glory for we have our own glory that God has put on us to give right back to him. You see? They say, we give God all the glory. Yeah, but, God, <laughs> but you have to understand that there is a certain glory 
that God gives you that you are to give back to Him. Uh -huh. Now how is that? Why is that? <laughs> because as God gives you more tools and more things, you're going to be glorified. Because everybody's going to be looking at you. Because as God is giving you more gifts, right, and more blessings and more things, a lot of people are starting to notice you. But as they notice you, you point them towards God. So as God gives you glory, you glorify Him. Now, as you glorify Him, God has no problem giving you more glory. Right? Wait, but God says, I give my glory to no one. Right? That's why you're giving it right back to Him. You understand? God will give you what you need to glorify Him. God, all I want to do is glorify you. Well, you need something to do that with. So God will put you out there. But when you get out there, you need to glorify God with me. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. It says, for I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs. Now, for I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised. Christ became a servant. He came down here and worked with the Jews. Uh -huh. He says to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises that he had gave the patriarchs. So God had told Abraham that he was going to give him descendants, right? So Jesus came down here and confirmed that by being with them. He says that in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Now how did that work? Well, if they see Jesus walking with the Jews, the Gentiles will come and say, Wow, we want some of that. God, please have mercy on us. And it worked. <laughs> right? Because as you look through the scriptures, as Jesus helped all of these people, most of the people that were lame and end up walking and were blind and all of the people that God helped were Gentiles. Uh -huh. Right? Because they heard of the Christ that was with the Jews. And then it says, and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for His mercy. And they did. As it is written, therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. 
And again, it is said, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the people extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The roof of Jesse will come. Uh -huh. Even he who, arise, who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. So all the Gentiles end up coming to Christ because Christ was with the Jews. And they saw the works that he was doing and they wanted to give, have mercy. They wanted to get mercy from Christ that was with the Jews. And as they did that, they glorified God. Sure. Now we, we look at these scriptures, we look at all of these people that Jesus had helped. But we look at who they were and how humble they were when they came to Christ, which is why he helped them. We see the mercy that God showed upon them. And we see how they were able to glorify God in their humbleness. Uh -huh. Right? It worked to a T. This is what Paul is explaining to the Romans. <laughs> uh -huh. You can imagine how I'm sitting there like, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> this is why it's so important to have the Holy Spirit when you are in Christ. Because this stuff makes more sense to you when you're in Christ. A lot of these things don't make sense to you. And you won't understand it. And you won't understand it. And it will not make sense to you if you don't have Christ in your life. Because uh -huh. a lot of times, the way Christ works is opposite of what the world does. Mm -hmm. So if you're a worldly person, what you believe and what God does is two different things. You're on two different pages. Uh -huh. Right? Yeah. You live in the world, you have to swim across the sea. You live in Christ, you can walk across. Say that, say that. Either on top or on dry land. <laughs> God shows us on two fronts that you can either be in Christ before Christ was here, you can walk on dry land. Or when Christ got here, you can walk on top of the water. So either way, the water is no problem to you. <laughs> right? In both parts, you don't get wet. Right. 14. I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all the knowledge, and able to instruct one another. But on some points I have written to you very boldly by way of reminder, because the grace given me by God to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. I am here to give you the Holy Spirit. Listen to the words that he used in, in 14. He says, he says, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, 
right? Yeah. He didn't say grace. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Goodness is a word from the Old Testament. Right? Okay. Goodness is what David used. Goodness and mercy mm -hmm. shall follow me all the days of my life. Mm -hmm. Right? So he says, you have the goodness of the Old Testament. And he didn't say you have the wisdom, but he says you have the knowledge. And able to instruct one another. But I'm here to give you that wisdom, to give you that grace that you need. Because I have the Holy Spirit. Right? To be a minister of Christ to the Gentiles in the priestly service of the God of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. 17 says, in Jesus, in Christ Jesus, then I have reason to be proud of my work for God. For I will not venture to speak of any except that, except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed. By the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Holy, of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around Lyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. So everywhere I go, I've done what I was supposed to do in Christ. And I could give God the glory and all of that. And, and this is where we're supposed to be. In all of our deeds uh -huh. and the words that we speak, always supposed to be with God in mind. He says, and by power and signs and wonders, by the powers of the Spirit of God, I went from one place to another uh -huh. preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we have to really understand the Holy Spirit is so important in that fact because that is what's going to keep you going. Uh -huh. 20 says, and thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel, not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation. But as, but as it is written, those who have been told of him will see, and those who have never heard will understand. Now, he goes on to say this, because he wants you to know he don't want to go where where Christ has already been. What's the point in me going to a church full of people that's already saved? I want to go somewhere where they need to be saved. Right. <laughs> right? And so many of us get that twisted. Uh-huh. Well, I'm just going to save people. Yeah, we're going to, I'm just going to talk to them. 
Why? They already say. Now, it's it's okay to encourage them, but you know, keep each other encouraged. Uh -huh. But somewhere along the line, you gotta go bring some people to Christ. <laughs> you can't just sit with same people all the time. What's the point in that? Uh huh. Uh -huh. Right. God told us to go out into the world, right, mm -hmm. and proclaim the gospel everywhere. That's right. Say that. Now, 22. It said, this is the reason why I have so often been hindered from coming to you. But now since I no longer have any room for work in these regions, and since I have longed for many years to come to you, I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain. And to be helped on my journey there by you, once I have enjoyed your company for a while. At present, however, I am going to Jerusalem bringing aid to the saints. Uh -huh. For Macedonia and Achaia have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints at Jerusalem. For they were pleased to do it, and indeed they owed it to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in their spiritual blessing, they ought also to be a service to them in material blessings. So if you are, he, he goes and tells you, you know, if you come to get a blessing, you need to give one. Right? Uh -huh. Too many of us get blessings and don't give nothing back. We'll come to the church and we'll, we'll get the food. We'll go to the food bank and everything. But do you ever bring anything to the bank? Mm. Or you just take from it? Yeah. It's okay if you don't have it. But when you get something, bring something to the house. You know, you uh -huh. want to, it, it, you want to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. That's a, that should be a want. Mm -hmm. You want, you should want to contribute. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Some people don't. <laughs> yeah. Say that, say that. So people would come and take it, take it, take it, never give anything. And this ain't about money. This is just about God has blessed you. What are you giving back to God? And when you're giving back to God, that's between you and God. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the church. Mm -hmm. When you give to the church. Because the church gives to everyone else. Right? We see in the book of Acts where everybody had brought in all of these different things and how they brought things from their homes mm -hmm. to give to the church and the church divvied it up to everybody who needed it. Uh -huh. Right? Right. I mean, we have giveaways here that people give us stuff all the time. Uh -huh. They just give it to us. 
and we pile it up, and then we have a day when we have a giveaway, and we just give it all back out. That's right. That's right. No money involved. It's just God blessed us to have it. We bless people with it. Yeah. That's how that works. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But the people that give get blessed. Right. Just like when once we give it out, we bless people. Uh -huh. You want to be part of that. Right. You want to, you should ought to want to be part of that. Right. Get mighty quiet when you talk about giving, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> Oh, we, we're talking about the blessings in the many. We're talking about giving. Twenty-nine. I know that when I come to you, I will come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. And see, that's the point. You just want to have that full blessing of Christ. This is what he's talking about. You know, <laughs> this is not to make. Uh, this is not to make a. Uh, you know, to make a thing for you need to bring something. Right. This is just he's telling you this so you can understand where your blessings are coming from. Uh -huh. right. 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 And it's just like it's just like when God blesses you with something. You want to give God something back. But you know you can't give no material thing to God. God don't care less about your money. No. Right. <laughs> but God do care how you treat other people. Right. Right? Amen. 30. I appeal to you. Brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine a person like Paul asking for you to pray for him? Uh -huh. He need prayer too? You'd be surprised. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at all of these big pastors, bishops, apostles, and all of these people, they need prayer. They're human beings just like you. Right. You got issues just like you. You can't put them on no pedestals because they got issues just like you do. They need prayer and uplifting and all of that. Paul was no different. He said, yeah, y'all go to God on my behalf, please. Pray for me. He says, go on his behalf that I may, in 31, be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea. <laughs> Y'all pray for me going to Judea so they won't kill me. There's <laughs> a lot of unbelievers out there that's just looking to do crazy things to the man of God because of the devil. Because of the spirits that is out here in the unbelievers, you have no idea what they're capable of doing. Uh -huh, uh -huh. 
and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints. Uh-huh. And what does he mean by that? That means let the Holy Spirit come into me and, and give these people what they need to hear. And not only that, but they understand what they're getting. It is no need to preach a good sermon or to talk to people in Christ if you don't understand a word that I'm saying. Right. Right. What good will that do? Right. Right. He says, so it'll be acceptable to the saints. Uh -huh. 32 says, so that by God's will, I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. Y'all keep me uplifted so by the time I get to you, I won't be tired and worn out from all the stuff that I didn't dealt with before I got here. Keep me uplifted. The last part of this is so important. for, And don't be afraid to ask people to pray for you. Don't be afraid to ask people to keep you in prayer. Right. Prayers of the saints is important. Right. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Prayers of the saints is very important to your walk. Yeah. It's going to keep you rejuvenated. Mm -hmm. That's your gasoline when your tank is empty. Right. <laughs> 33 says, May the God of peace be with you all. Amen. 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 And we get to see, you know, how not only does um, Paul give great instruction to the Romans, not only did he give them great instructions, but he gave them uplifting instructions. Uh -huh. And he asked for to be uplifted himself. As long as we are all still here together, we all need it. We all need it. We all need prayer. We all need to be uplifted. We all need uh, revelation knowledge. We all need Christ. And we cannot do this walk without Christ in our life. So please. Make Christ your Lord and Savior. Uh-huh. Right? Yes. Bring yourself to Christ and allow Him to work in your life. Mm -hmm. Give yourself over to Christ and you will see what God will do in your life. Yes. Amen. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you today. Uh-huh. We thank you for understanding the scriptures today and what Paul was trying to say to us. Uh -huh, uh -huh. We thank you for understanding that the hope that we have in you is always there as long as we are there to take it. And, and, and Father, we thank you for showing us how we're supposed to treat the weak in Christ as the strong in Christ are supposed to take care of the weak in Christ. And that we are supposed to take care of one another. That we understand iron sharpens iron. And as you uplift us, we uplift you.
Father, we thank you and we praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. 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 Stay blessed Amen. and faithful. Uh -huh. Amen. Hi. Thanks for watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.